Clap, clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. But Monday's game now is setting up to be a, like a crucially important game. Well, and I know we sort of wrote off the idea that Jokic could win MVP for a little bit there. He just beat Giannis and the Bucks last night. Right. Yeah. And and so if he comes out of the weekend, out of a three day stretch, having beaten both the Bucks and the Sixers and he outplays those guys, the conversation is going to swing right back. So, if, I mean, if we want to get down to that part of it, like throw out the standings and the seating and all that stuff, which I, I just think that they're kind of it is what it is at this it point. I think the they're best. probably they're probably locked into three barring something like a, a small miracle happening for them. The the biggest thing left between now and the end of the regular season is the MVP race. Like that is the discussion that we're having. And so the the pressure is now on Joel to go out and, and win this game. Like that the point blank period. He yeah. had the huge game. And look, I, I think it'd be ridiculous if, if Jokic wins this one and all of a sudden now it's Jokic's award is kind of crazy when Joel beat him like a drum in that first matchup and it wasn't even close, right. but that's, that's how this works, right? Like they've all been so good throughout this season that we're in the final two weeks of the year now, which is it's still crazy for me to say, I can't believe I it's this deep into the uh, the season, but final two weeks of the year, if Jokic comes in and, and beats Joel, which they're a great home team and have played really well at home, just beat Milwaukee, had an amazing second half last night the narrative is going to shift again. And so we'll see. I I believe we're going to get the best version of Joel on Monday night. Like I don't, I don't think he's of the mindset to make excuses and whatever else. Like even if Harden doesn't play, they have to figure out a way to try to win that game in a, a, a tough situation. But, but yeah, I think this is like, it's all on the line right now. Yeah. Would you, two, two things off that one, I agree. I think we'll get the best version of Joel. Joel had the quote, um, after the game against the Warriors where, you know, Draymond said that Joel was like, oh, I heard you said Jokic was the toughest player to defend in the league. So I wanted to come out and prove that I am. And I, I love that. I know like he got some slight criticism for that. Um, but I saw oh, really- dude, those people are losers. I know. Are yeah, like, I, uh, it's yeah. another one of those things that it's all about who it's coming from. Yep. Like that's a quote unquote Mamba mentality yeah. thing from, from the right person. Like if, I don't know if Devin Booker were to say that to somebody. It's just like, oh, he's a he's a guard, he's a dog, he wants to go <laughs> at people, blah blah. But because it's Joel, it's like, woohoo, this guy's never yeah. won anything. It's like, well, dude, he wants to win stuff. And <laughs> the, the, what we know, like in hindsight, what we know about these guys who are like all-time greats is that they just invent these reasons to be mad going into all these games. Yeah. Like, oh, this guy slighted me in a press conference. I'm going to go out and prove that I'm the best player in the league or the best player in the world. Like on this given night, this is my, my reason that I'm lit up for this game. Like I'm whatever reason you have to make up to go out there and be the best version of yourself. Like I don't care what it is. It could be because the guy who's like a backroom staffer didn't give you enough popcorn or something (laughs) like, Oh, I'm just, I'm mad. I'm going to take it out on the warriors or I'm going to take it out on the Knicks or whoever it is. Like, I don't give a shit. As long as you go out there and play well, whatever reason that you need to play well, it's good enough for me. And I 100% agree. Like, let the dude be great. Let him care. We are a very pro 
it's okay to want to win the MVP pod. I think, again, there's always going to be some people are like, don't care about it. Only want to see him win a ring. Like, well, first of all, no shit. I'm sure he wants to also win a ring if it was up to him. But, but also it's okay to care about wanting to win the MVP. But do you think he can lose on Monday and still win the MVP? Because I mean, I think he's still the betting favorite. I did not check since I woke up this morning. So it's possible things shifted. But at one point last week, he was not just the betting favorite. He was a somewhat heavy betting. He was like getting close to minus 200. Uh, Giannis, I think was plus 200 something. So he was doing like, you know, four or 500 point difference on that. But do you think if he loses Monday night, he can still win it? Or does he have to win Monday night for the, the dream to remain alive? It does depend on the performance. Like he could have a monster game and they just lose because as we just saw in Golden State, the rest of the team just isn't good enough. And, yeah. and I think in that scenario, you know, we can split hairs and say, well, you know, he lost, but he still clearly was better than Jokic, whatever it is like that could happen. I also think if he loses and then they go to Milwaukee and they win the Buck season series three to one and he outplays Giannis again, that also becomes a compelling case. They do have the Boston game as well. That's, you know, that's another big yeah. national game where he's going to have one final chance to be like, this is a showcase game and this is the last real one that people are going to think about heading into the, uh, the playoffs and certainly as awards voting ends for members of the media. So no, I mean, I think it's a big one. Like, I don't think he can, I don't think he can have a bad game and still have the tailwind behind him. And I do feel, I, I still think he is the betting favorite as it sits right now. But yeah, as we know, uh, like, producer James put that in the chat. He's minus 145. So as of Sunday morning, he's still the betting favorite. Yeah. So He's still in a good position right now. It's all in his hands. If he plays well, if they play well, I, I think we've seen that the voters are willing to say if a guy is not, you know, on the best team in the, the league, as we saw yeah. with Jokic last season, they're not necessarily zeroing in on that. So, look, he can still make the case, but I think it gets much tougher if he loses on Monday night. We'll put it that way. At what point do you start to, if you're the Sixers, say you know what we're gonna be the two i'm sorry we're gonna be the three seed like that just kind of is what it is right and i know it's still somewhat in their control because if they do win out and they beat the celtics like there is somewhat still there but we talked about harden we know Embiid in past years has had some trouble breaking down or, or you know kind of staying healthy for the playoffs i'm okay with him wanting to win mvp but at what point if you're running the sixers if you're you know maury or doc whoever makes these decisions people in joel's corner at what point do you say we might just have to to play it's like to focus on the playoffs now and rest guys and not push Harden on Monday night? Because again, Monday's a big game for Joel, but also for the team. But if you're the Sixers, are you pushing Harden for that? I mean, if if you're like on the fence with Harden, are you leaning then? You know what, sit because we're probably going to be the three seed. Like, do you think they've reached that point, or when do you think they will get to that point? Because it seems like we both believe that's where it's headed. I mean, I don't think they should be putting anybody out there if they're actually genuinely concerned about their health. I, I think mm -hmm. health is number one priority. I just don't think it's an either or proposition. I, I think one thing I came away from last season when I watched Brooklyn get absolutely smoked by the Celtics in the first round is that I think this stretch matters somewhat. Like it's not a make or break part of the year in any way. Like this tends to be, 
a part of the year where teams' motivations are just all over the place and it's hard right. to draw sweeping conclusions from how they're playing. But I do think if you're the, a team that's ramping it up and dialing it, dialing it up, as we talked about with the Sixers prior to this uh, skid they're on this week, I think that benefits you going into the playoffs. Like you could very well win the first couple games of a tough series just because you've been locked in and playing, you know, playoff type basketball for, you know, the month leading into the playoffs. And the other team is coming off of, you know, kind of just BS over the last yeah. month, month and a half, whatever it is. There is that lull with the play-in tournament that now all the teams in the top half of the conference all have that kind of built-in uh, leisure window, we'll call it. It's not true rest because they're practicing and doing all that. So that does cut into that a little bit. But I just think you have to carry yourselves as a team that you know needs to get right and, and be the best version of themselves. I don't think they are good enough or have the track record that we can say yeah, they can just kind of punt the last two weeks of the season, and that has no impact on you know, how things are going to go in the playoffs. So I think they need to strike a balance. I, I think health comes first, but absolutely do not just throw these weeks away because they, they should be continuing to build good habits as they have in the world.